Good morning and happy Monday! I'm Monica Wofford and this is your Monday Moment. It's the nine behaviors to quit to be a better leader. Now, simply stated, leadership skills are comprised of the actions you take and the actions you choose not to take. Leadership is as much about what you do as it is about what you quit doing. But what's on the list of what you should quit? In this Monday moment are found nine easily identifiable behaviors that in order to become a better leader need to cease immediately. They won't all seem easy and some may strike fear in the hearts of those currently committing them. But if the goal is to be promoted and prepared, or at a minimum, successful in the leadership role you currently hold, start by quitting these. Quit taking things personally. Oprah's been quoted as saying, if you're not ready to be talked about, you're not ready for success. One of the four agreements in the book by the same name is don't take anything personally. And a favorite mantra of leaders who don't always take their own advice is it's not personal, it's just business. So no matter the source of your reminder, Quit taking what others do and say, how they react to your direction, how they do or do not perform, and whether they stay on the team or leave personally, period. The behavior of others, even when blamed on you or said to be your doing, is of their own choosing. Despite what even you might say, no one makes you do anything. Thus, what others do is not about you. It's about them. Secondly, quit believing you're the star. You're not. You're the leader. This means that unless you're in a position of teaching something they need to work hard to learn, you should be working harder than any individual team member so that you ensure They have all that they need to succeed. Third, quit thinking your boss knows how hard you work. While working hard to make sure the team is successful and has what they need, a leader can forget to talk about the team. It may be uncomfortable to brag about how well the team is doing or the success had in any given week. It may feel icky, like bragging, but it's a lot less uncomfortable than finding out your boss wasn't telepathic after all. (laughs) Your boss is working just as hard as you on their own team usually and doesn't have a chance to see or know all your skills, gifts, talents, and results unless they show up on paper or on some report. What they know is up to you. And fourth, quit thinking people will eventually get it. If you find yourself thinking your hard work will eventually get noticed and rewarded if you simply keep your head down and do a good job, run, do not walk, to get a copy of the book, The Confidence Effect. Men and women have been guilty of focusing on their own work and failing to communicate that work's outcome. 
living in the undeniable delusion that one day people will notice and reward them accordingly. They won't. They're busy doing their own thing and making their own path. Make yours and take others with you. This is the hallmark of a good leader. The other is simply an individual performer with a leadership title. Fifth, quit trying to go it alone. If individual performer or superstar is the position from which you were promoted, it can be tempting to think this MO will continue to get you where you want to go. It won't. As a leader, even if only of a small part-time team, you're now part of something bigger. Incorporate your boss into your team. Bring him or her up to speed regularly. Speak up for what you need. Include insights from colleagues and certainly elevate and build up those you lead. Going it alone will keep you that way. Going along with others in tow will earn you the respect, develop your skills, and make you more visible. Sixth, quit pursuing perfection. Those who've fallen a time or two have learned invaluable lessons that often can't be taught in a state of constant success. Leaders who can clearly state what they've learned from failure in an interview are more appealing than those who believe they can achieve perfection in everything they do. Failure makes you human. It increases your approachability. It increases your appeal and gives others a sense that taking a risk that could fail is acceptable. Risks are what spawn big ideas and create sizable innovation. Playing it safe in most cases, though perfect, loses the race. Seventh, quit micromanaging the top talent. If your need for control means you must control others, don't be surprised when they stay strictly within your prescribed narrow guidelines and never evolve beyond mediocrity. Leaders who micromanage superstars and top talent lose the right to complain when these talented people stop exhibiting initiative. Superstars are super because they're outliers and usually do things differently. Try to clone them instead of squashing their internal drive by insisting they conform to your guidelines. Eighth, quit assuming employees know what you expect. One of my favorite consulting conversations to date was with a city manager who referred to three big binders of 10-point type in which every policy for employees was clearly written. They were shelved right next to his master's degree certificate, and he was emphatic that their presence meant all of his employees knew what he expected. The challenge was that this conversation was taking place because of a need to regroup on the approach 
to those employees and their training when it was discovered that two-thirds of these water treatment plant workers were functionally illiterate. But of course, they'd read those manuals for homework. Employees don't read minds either. And ironically, in some cases, they don't even read. But in all seriousness, take the time to spell out what you expect from them and how they should perform and how they can succeed. And finally, quit faking it. Not only should you share your own expectations and even fail a time or two, you need to know what's also expected of you. Quit faking a clear understanding of your job and fearing being found out as someone who, in fact, doesn't know it all. Ask. Quit faking the need to be analytical when authentically you're more of a people person. Quit hiding your light under that proverbial bushel. Quit pretending you're someone you're not. Admit where you need help, own that responsibility, and get the help you need to build those skills. Faking it until you make it does more damage to the confidence of leaders than was ever done by saying, I don't know, but I'll find out. With now 26 years of management and leadership experience, and having committed each one of these acts, being suggested that you quit, hindsight now says these behaviors are not ones to take lightly. In the process of doing what you should, learning what you need, and striving for authenticity in your own leadership journey, these things you should stop or quit doing, and they're just as important to your own leadership journey. I'm Monica Wofford, and that's your Monday moment. Have a great week, an even better Monday, and of course, stay contagious.